it's not going to be comfortable for the people around you when you decide to change. And it's okay for them to be uncomfortable, whether you explain it to them or don't explain it to them. These are part of your... Hello and welcome to Finding Your Spark again. I'm so glad you're here. Uh, we have a special episode today where you and I get to speak directly and I'm really excited about it. I've been looking forward to it because I feel like we get to, you know, really dig into a lot of topics in this uh, format and in this podcast, but um one thing that we don't do is really deep dive into sort of how things work every once in a while and why it matters that we're talking about all this. So today I want to talk about why emotions seem so complicated, right? Because they do seem complicated and people do get blindsided and you go through your life and you're like, no, I got this. And then all of a sudden something happens and you're like, what just happened? I'm not sure about that. So, uh, I really want, I'm excited to, to, uh, to get to talk to you guys about this today and certainly feel free to be part of the conversation by leaving comments, by reaching out to me and, and make it into an interactive conversation. That would be awesome. So why emotions seem so complicated? First of all, uh, I think a lot of times we go through life and we feel like I am solid. I am one person and they are having emotions, right? And then whatever's happening out there gives me emotions, right? And so I love the visualization of a football field, right? When the commentator is looking at the football field, they see something really different. They see the big plan of what is happening and what everybody is doing. But when the quarterback is just looking for a hole to run through, then he doesn't see the whole plan, right? He has to trust and he has to know, and he has to decide that this is the right thing to do. And this is the right timing. And in a lot of ways, that's what it's like when we're just having our feelings and it's easier if we can see the big picture. So the people around us are emotional beings, right? They are having emotions, whether we realize it or not. So you walk into work one day, everybody looks normal. Nobody is being weird, <laughs> right? Nobody is crying in the corner, right? Nothing unusual is happening. And yet you say one thing and somebody flies off the handle. And those are the kinds of things that uh, make emotions seem really, really complicated, especially when you could have said that on a different day, right? And had not had that reaction. So that means that it isn't what they call a trigger, right? It isn't something that if you say it today or tomorrow or next week, you're going to get the same reaction over and over again. Instead, it is something that is happening in real time. And this is a really big piece of understanding how emotions work and why it matters that we tune to our own emotional condition. 
So, did you ever notice that there are times when you're in like a really good mood and that happens, somebody flies off the handle, but you're the one that happens to be out getting a cup of coffee at that moment and you come back, you think everything is normal and everybody's all wound up and you go, oh, what's what happened? I didn't even know something happened. What happened? I missed it, right? I missed it. And there are times when you're going to miss dramatic things that you don't want in your life. And there are times you're going to miss dramatic things that you do want in your life. And the reason that you're missing them or matching up with them has to do with what your emotional set point is. So that makes it another whole layer of complication, right? Not just the people in your life, your spouse, your family, right? Your coworkers, your boss, your everybody, right? Everybody that you come in contact with are all having their emotional set point and their emotional experience of the moment, right? And you are also having that. So it's a very complicated matching up that happens. So what happens when we say, okay, so I was out of the room. That was a good day. I missed that blow up. Isn't that great? And uh, we say, I wish I could do that every day. And that is a really uh, important understanding that you can do that every day. But you do have to change the set point that you have. You have to change the, so the way, there are two, two really good ways. I love to visualize this. Just recently, I've been baking a lot. So I, I visualize it as cake. You ever see layer cake where each cake, each uh, layer, maybe you even have different flavors, right? There's vanilla and then a little higher up chocolate and then strawberry and then I don't know. I've been watching the English shows, so they have like nuts and seeds and all kinds of things in them, right? So when you, when you say to yourself, I am, when you understand yourself to be in a state, a set point of expecting things not to go well, right? That's a, a very typical place that people are, oh, I'm generally happy, they'll say, but, uh, you know, life is hard. Life is hard. And when you're in that state, maybe you're on the vanilla layer or the chocolate layer, right? And everything in your world is going to match up with that. And so those moments when you happen to be out of the room or not read the text messages by accident or whatever it is, those moments when you're in the place you really want to be, those are those upper cake layers where you just don't even notice what's going on down there in the lower cake layers, right? Um, I will say another really good method, and I use this method a lot, is to visualize it as a map. Because you cannot, on a map, go from, you know, New Jersey to Florida in one step, right? It's, it's distance. And that is the same with emotions. You cannot go from something that you don't want fear, anger, resentment, where any of those little towns that we're talking about to something that you do want, right? Like joy, playfulness, fun, ease, any of those places, you can't get to them really quickly. You have to go through the other towns along the way. So using these visualization techniques can really help you to understand where you are and 
how you're relating to the, the people around you, the experience around you. And this extends to your larger world, right? So what shows up in, in your inbox in terms of opportunity and uh, clients and anything that you're looking for or looking not to have, what shows up there is directly related to what you're going through on the big scale, right? In your emotional condition. Sometimes this is a little bit hard for people to take. And the reason is they think, nope, I'm just going through life and I know how it works. And when I say this kind of stuff to people, they react this way. And when I do these kinds of things, I get this result. And so it's hard to take. You think, I'm not really sure that that's true. However, I want to challenge you to go ahead and spend an entire day, just one day, right? And feel really good. Have it be a day that you feel really good. Now, usually what will, people will say to me is, oh yes, I feel good when I go to the beach. I feel good when I hang out at the pool, when I, whatever it is, when I do something, right? But then I have to go back to work or then I have to go feed my family or then I have to, right, go do my obligations and therefore I don't feel as good. And so what I want to challenge you to do is to say, I am willing to feel as good as I do when I'm doing those things I love, when I'm at the beach, when I know that life is easy and fun, right? Whatever that state is for you, some people love to hike, some people, right, whatever it is, the doing, don't do the doing, right? Just bring the feeling of the doing that you want to have uh, and and bring it in to the rest of your day. Now, if you need to go for your morning run in order to get the high or you need to go to the beach in order to get that good feeling, to really solidify it in yourself, that's fine, right? And then really memorize it and try to feel it throughout your day. And see if your day changes. Just do an experiment in your life. And I will say that when people start to do this work, sometimes there's a little bit of blowback, right? So you have a good day. It's good. Feels good. You have another good day. Feels really good. Feels really good. And then you have three, four, five, and somewhere around day six, uh, usually people will say to me, yeah, that did not work out. Things got way worse. I had a terrible, terrible time. The people in my life are more unhappy with me than they've ever been before, right? So you've got to remember this idea of the layer cake, that the layers, you're moving through the layers of the cake and the people around you aren't always going to be happy that you're happy. And so uh, I want to give you an example of this. There are lots of great examples, but I'll give you one from my life. So there was this time when I was opening a new store and that uh, it was like a different type of store for the chain that I was working with. And when you do things that are new, you're, you're really kind of killing off the idea that you are 
who they think you are, right? So the people around you don't always take it really well because they feel like they know you. And when you behave differently, they feel like they don't know you. So it was a green store. It was a organic, you know, uh, in the direction of sustainability. And there was a lot of different choices about the, the offerings there and everything. But I decided I had really long hair. I had much longer hair than I even have now. And, um, I decided that what I wanted to do was to dye my hair green because it was a green store. And so, uh, what I was going to do was very tasteful, right? It was like, I was going to put a little strip of green uh, kind of on the underside so I could cover it up if I needed to and not be too uh, noticeable in those times, right? I didn't want it to be shocking to people. However, <laughs> when I got to the hairdresser, she kept saying to me, well, what if we did something like this? And what if we did something like this? And I kept saying, well, I want it to be really tasteful and I don't want it to be too shocking. Oh no, it won't be shocking. <laughs> and by the time I left, I had very, very short hair, very short hair. So from down to my waist to, you know, uh, like an inch long, uh, except for the part that was green, that was the very front of my head, right? So it was really, really noticeable, right? The only six or eight inch piece of hair on my head was bright green. And, uh, and I loved it. I felt like this is really fun and different and representative and really awesome. And the people in my life literally took me aside and said, maybe we need to do an intervention because we think you're having some sort of a crisis, <laughs> right? So this is a really interesting thing when you behave just slightly differently than you ever have before. And that is also true with being in a good mood, right? So that same type of thing where you're in a good space, you're having a playful time. I was having like the most fun opening the store, making the different choices, making sure that it was all in alignment, in alignment, in alignment. And, and it led to these decisions that looked like insanity to the people around me. Now, I don't think they were insanity. I had a great time, but also it got us a lot of attention in the media and that was really fun. And I got to be in the newspaper and have the, you know, my hair be a part of that story and have it be representational and have it be a full package. And that was really important to the success of that particular store. So when you're in alignment and you're making choices that the people around you don't necessarily like, but you can see all of the benefits from, you feel good, you take actions that feel good, and then you get feedback from the world that is the feedback that you're looking for, right? You get the promotion, you get the, the media coverage that you're looking for, you get the happiness at the end, you get the better uh, evening out with your spouse, whatever it is that those are the ways in which your life changes when you understand that your emotions are not just impacting in the moment, the emotions of the people around you, but are a complicated relationship between where you are, where they are, and how you're all expressing yourselves at that moment, right? So, 
you know, I just feel like this is a really important thing to understand. I, uh, I always kind of have this idea that it's kind of like the difference between going through life in a car and going through life in a, you know, seeing life through a drone where you can kind of see what's really happening. And the more that you can detach yourself from your present circumstances, quiet your mind a little, and find a way to to really see things in perspective, to have a little distance between the reactive nature that we have as humans and uh, give yourself a little bit of space so that you're able to start responding, you're able to start making choices that are in alignment with how you want to feel then uh, things start working out better and better and better and better. Um, and and knowing that like it's not going to be comfortable for the people around you when you decide to change. And it's okay for them to be uncomfortable, whether you explain it to them or don't explain it to them. These are part of your interpersonal relationships. And that's the kind of thing that is easy to help manage, right? When When I'm working with somebody, we can deal with the nuances of like, how do I walk through this period of change in my life without going backward and just becoming who I used to be, right? Saying, okay, I'm just can't change that way or my whole world falls apart. Or how do I manage the world around me so that it doesn't fall away from me, right? But the things that I love in my life are able to come along with those changes. Um, and, and I still get to be in complete alignment, that internal satisfaction that you can feel that internal peace, joy, freedom, when we can get to those states and then figure out how to integrate them into our world. That's the work. That's the whole work that leads to all of the accolades that you're looking for. It leads to that marriage that you wish was working out. It leads to the job that you wish was going better, right? It leads to all of that. And if you're standing in a position where you have all the things, which this has happened quite often in my life, actually, where you are standing in a position where you have all the things, right? You're working at the top of your field and you have somebody great in your life and everything is working out for you. And there's still a piece of you that's inside that goes like, mm, this doesn't really feel like it's enough. I don't know. I don't really feel fully satisfied. Why can't I feel this? Like they show it in the movies, right? And if you're standing in that position, then there are some very specific things that we can do to work together to pull that into your experience. Um, so anyway, that is how the emotions really work in terms of being complicated. They don't just seem complicated. They are, right? Because they're all different little points in space that are matching up differently. So I hope that these uh, little images help you. This idea of a roadmap uh, when it comes to your own emotions is a really, really good way to understand. And then as you're looking at other people, in your right and in you're interacting with other people to understand it more like that layer cake right more like am i how am i interacting with other people is a really good way to say okay i'm i'm going to uh navigate my own roadmap 
and then interact with other people and understand that there's a, a relationship between their roadmap and my roadmap, right? Um, there, I have a really easy tool on my website. It's a, a quiz. Uh, I believe you can get there at uh, joyroadmap.com as well. It'll take you directly to the page where you can just take the quiz and pop through, have fun, but also be honest, right? So uh, you can go through, I, don't know, I think there are only like 15 questions or 20 questions or something. It takes about two or three minutes to go through it. Um, and and really get a sense of like, where am I in my set point? Where is my, when, when nothing else is happening, what's happening in me? What's happening? As you've heard me say before, I'm sure when we're washing the dishes, right? When you're washing the car, when you're doing the things that are rote in your life, when you're driving, right? What's really happening in there? And uh, and and that's really how you know where your set point is, is where your mind goes when you're not in control of it, when you're not really actively thinking. We'll give you a lot of information about where you are and then being able to intercept those thoughts, being able to say, okay, now I would like to be in the driver's seat. I would like to be conscious of what's happening in my mind, my heart, my body, my soul. I want to be actively involved then you can make some real changes. Uh, so that tool will help you to figure out where are you? Wh what's, where'd you start? Um, and, uh, and really get this idea that you can have a massive impact on the experience that you're having. And you don't have to give up the things you don't want to give up. And you can still have the things that you really wish you were having in your life, the experiences you wish you were having, but only if you can master this process of, I call it, for shorthand, I call it reaching for joy, but in reality, it's emotional mastery, right? It's a knowing where you are still experiencing your life, right? You're still experiencing it. It's, you're going to have times that are sad. You're going to have times that make you angry. So not eliminating those pieces of your life, but really understanding that if your set point is in a non-stressful position for your body, right? So that's above the line, below the line. I talk a little bit about this uh, every once in a while. And, and I work a lot with these emotions in this way that when you're above the line, your body is in a rest and restore, right? Uh, position when you're below the line, that's this is the line I'm talking about, regardless of how other people talk about it. When you're below the line, these are emotions that cause stress in the body. So frustration, irritation, uh, anxiety, fear, worry, stress of all kinds. And when you are consistently in a set point that is not in that stress response, then you're getting a whole different reaction, right? You're not having to be in that reactive state, managing your world, hyper-managing your world all the time. And there's a lot of ease in it. You're able to let go and to not have things go to seed the way that you uh, may have had that experience in the past. So I hope this is really fun and helpful. And joyroadmap.com. 
gets you the quiz. And as always, donnalyn.blog is where you find me. I hope you have a great week and I will see you next week. <laughs>